It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. So apparently Auburn is now down a transfer. And also, is Hugh Freeze actually the portal king? Freezing temperatures are likely for several hours inland and a few hours closer to the coast. Yes. You are Locked On Auburn, your daily podcast on the Auburn Tigers. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Yes, welcome on into Locked On Auburn, your daily Auburn Tigers podcast. I'm your host, Zach Blackerby. Thank you so much for making Locked On Auburn your first listen every single day. And all the everydayers out there know that it's Wednesday. That means we celebrate Warapur Wednesday with Mike G of the Warapur yes, hanging out with us. You did, a, you did a monologue earlier in the week about Hugh Freeze being the portal king. We'll discuss that in a second but first things first uh it it appears based on multiple reports now that auburn is down a member of their transfer Mm. portal class cyrus dumas the the cornerback from new mexico state university uh it sounds like auburn is refusing to take his commitment um which which is a shame because it really seems like he really wanted to be a part of auburn but it's a position mm. where, like, did you really need him? I don't know, but it sounds like there's not room for him from a scholarship point of view. Yeah, um, you, it makes you wonder, Zach, where the breakdown in communication was. Um, you know, because you don't commit willy-nilly unless there was some sort of conversation about bringing this kid on. Um, sure. You know, from a PR standpoint, it's not a great look, right? Like, you don't want kids out there saying, you know, when this broke, we were like, oh, do we talk about this? And then I started looking. I was like, mm, I don't really see any confirmation here. Let's just wait. Maybe there's something going on. And yeah. then all of a sudden, bam, he's not coming. Right. So, yeah. uh, you know, you, you've got to you've got to get whatever led to the breakdown and miscommunication where it was like, you know, psych. That's something I think they need to go back and take a look at and just make sure, again, that communication with these kids and these recruits is what it needs to be, Zach, so that you are not having these what could be embarrassing sort of situations for these guys where they think they're coming and they're announcing it to their friends and family. And then all of a sudden it's not a thing. Well, and and this happens, right? I mean, I don't think it's going to hurt Auburn in any way. No. Like, you know, I, I know you mentioned a PR standpoint, like it certainly doesn't feel good or look good now because I think we all care about these kids. And, you know, I, I can't imagine having to tread water in these transfer portal waters. I mean, it's going to be tough, but like, this isn't a story, right? Like this is a, this may be yeah. a story throughout the SEC, you know, today it's an all tomorrow. Story. <laughs> but like that, that's it, yeah. right? That's it. You know, this is still a this is still a twenty man transfer portal class, and Auburn still has a scholarship, so maybe they have somebody else in mind for it. Right. Maybe there's grad transfer situations down the road, and they just kind of want to hold it and see what happens. That's yeah. kind of it. But also, like you know, was it miscommunication? Or did, did somebody just change their mind? I mean, yeah. it, it could it could have been several different things. Uh, yeah, you know, that makes me wonder about moves that they are potentially planning as well. That's the other side of this is, is that, you know, we thought we were going to go this route, but it makes me wonder if something happened and they're like, oh, we have a chance to get two guys in this and we need that scholarship spot. You know, do we feel better about defensive back? And is there a move that they're trying to make it another position, Zach, that caused that, you know, this was – you know, a byproduct of. Uh, and so I'll be yeah. watching that the next couple of weeks to see how those dominoes, because if they end up picking up two more guys, right, and then then we can look back on this and say, oh, okay, this was strategic. And they prioritized, you know, whatever position they picked up over this defensive back position that they thought they had open for Cyrus. 
Yeah, do you, you think they caught wind of a grad transfer situation where it's like, all right, I'll be done in June or July, whenever, mm -hmm. you know, their, their academic you. institution kind of sets all of that? That's what it feels like to me. And while I hate it for Dumas, I think he's a fine corner. I don't know how much he would have played, but I think he was a fine corner. I think he would have made the roster better, sure. Does it make more sense when you talk about like the upside of what this could potentially be? And it's like, I'd rather have the upside. I'd rather have the upside and the uncertainty of all of this. And I also kind of like the situation of going into the fall with a scholarship just in case. Right. Just in right. case something happens and somebody graduates at the end of the summer and you know you want to throw it to somebody. Um, I, I like the upside that having this little bit of freedom with this grad transfer era that we're about to venture into, I like what that represents more than the fifth or sixth corner on your roster. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, honestly, the defensive back room was not one I was super worried about going into the season. So, you know, if they were picking him up, obviously you would feel like that was – they felt like this kid maybe either bolsters that position or has a chance to come in and compete for a spot. But if or you don't he's a need backup it, this year, he could start next year is kind of the yeah. argument I was making for him. Yeah, you know, but if you don't need it right now and there are more – pressing areas of need and you want to save that scholarship i'm all for that strategy you just want to make sure that uh, um on the front end that everybody is being communicated with in a way that they're comfortable with and that you know you're doing right by everybody involved in the process yeah yeah so that's a shame i mean it sounds like he my, my favorite thing about him is like he really wanted to be at all here yeah that's that's where i feel bad right yeah. kid really wanted to be here now he's being told Sorry, you may want us, but we don't want you. Mm, that stinks. Yeah, because no. I think there was a quote. I talked about it when we did the reaction show for him. I, I think it was on On3. I think it was at Auburn Live where they talked mm -hmm. about, you know, he like scratched and clawed to be here. And now he's finally here. And it's like, man, like you were, I was really rooting for the kid. And, and, yeah. and that opportunity doesn't appear to be there anymore, according to multiple reports. So stinks. But the cornerback room, like you said, is fine. Right, there's five guys that I think you feel really good about, um, barring injury or you know somebody has to move to nickel for one reason or another. Um, they, they, they should be good there. They should be good there. So, uh, before we move on to, to other topics, Mike G, your uh, your initial reaction to the other two guys that Auburn got over the weekend, the edge from Liberty, Steve Sings, yeah, and and the I think the pretty dynamic wide receiver. In uh, Shane Hooks, the former Jackson State wide receiver, what were your uh, what were your reactions when uh, when Auburn landed both of those guys? I love the viral clip that's going around with Hooks making the one handed catch, uh, the, the the Odell Beckham kind of just oh, yeah. showing showing off pure athleticism. Hugh Freeze has talked over and over again, Zach, about range at the wide receiver position, range and catch radius. And, you know, it's exciting to see them sign a guy who there is immediate and like obvious evidence about him out there displaying the sort of catch radius that Hugh Free says is important in this yep. league. So super excited about Shane Hooks. Uh, you know, he's going to come in and compete. And, you know, if he picks up the system, you know, I expect that any anybody who comes in with pure athleticism and looks like they can just go out there and be a playmaker is going to have a chance to play early and often. Yeah, can't it, coach six five either. I mean, that's right. combination right. of him and shorter makes this this wide receiver mm. room so much better, so much better. Yeah. What and about things, right? Yeah. So 
I think that this I'm person. Singing. <laughs> Wait, we got we got to get in, we got those two dad jokes in before the end of the pot, right? But the uh, the idea here with Sing is the same as when we when we talked about McLeod a few weeks ago. Um, you know, in, in reanalyzing that situation, I just think it put it shows the emphasis that Q Freeze is putting on making sure that they shore up that Jack position. Yeah. I think Sing is an is an obvious candidate uh, to to play there. And having a guys that bodies there that you feel like can contribute immediately, rotate in and out, and pro provide consistent pressure from the Jack position to run Roberts' defense is going to be super important. So I like this pickup. I think that Hugh Freeze, what I loved about what he's done in the portal so far, Zach, is, is that they really are attacking areas of need. And that sounds like a, a real basic thing to say, but... Man, just not stuffing the roster with warm bodies who you feel like are good athletes, but really being uh, uh, choosy and 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 diligent and meticulous about the guys that you add to make sure they fit your culture, that they fit what you want to do, and that they feel an, a, an immediate area of need for your team. I think Hugh Freeze has done a good job. Singh is gonna is gonna be, you know, hopefully a contributor there. But you know, in terms of what they need, I love the pickup. Well, I mean, how many years have we gone into the offseason like, wow, they really need to address offensive line? And they mm -hmm. really need to address wide receiver, yep. you know, various other positions. And it just hasn't been done for like the last half decade. It just hasn't been done. And all of a sudden he freeze comes in here and finds a way to do it. But yeah, the Jack linebacker situation, hopefully they can generate pressure and hopefully now they can carry a tune. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. That was uh, a bad didn't... joke. That was a bad joke. I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. All right. Let's, uh, let's continue this topic. Um, but zoom out just a little bit is Hugh freeze. The portal king. Yeah. We discussed that in just a moment, right here on Locked On Auburn. Mike G, a few questions for you. Sure. Do you like it when your clothes fit well? I do. Do you like it when they're comfortable? I do. What about when they have some versatility to them? A versatility is always a good thing, Zach. Uh, that's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. Bird dogs is the place where you need to go to get all of your shorts or pants mm. moving forward. They've got the built-in liner as well, so mm. everything is just more comfortable, if you know what I'm saying. Yeah. And they look good. They feel good. You can wear them to the gym. You can run errands afterwards. You can wear them to church if you wanted to. I mean, anything you want to do with bird dogs, you can do. And also, I think my wife likes me more when I wear them, Mike G. So there's that. <laughs> I'm just putting that out there. So head over to birddogs.com slash locked on college. And when you place your order, you can enter the promo code locked on college and they'll throw in a free custom bird dogs Yeti style tumbler mm. with every order. Once again, birddogs.com slash locked on college. It's Kubota Orange Day. Shop the year's best selection of Kubota tractors, zero turn mowers, and utility vehicles, including the number one selling compact tractor in the USA. And now through June 30, get 0% APR for 84 months or up to $3,300 off select compact tractors. See the details at KubotaOrangedays.com. Your family, your land, and your livestock deserve equipment they can count on. So find your local dealer today. That's KubotaOrangedays.com. Mike G of the Warpore hanging out with us today. You did a little bit of a monologue earlier, and this kind of generates some conversation because I guess the origin of it, I think on three put out a graphic, right? Like, they who's did. the portal king? And they showed four coaches, and none of them were Hugh Freeze, right? It was Lane. 
It was Lincoln Riley. It was Dion. Who was the fourth one? It, w- it was Jeff Brown from Louisville, right? It was Mike Norville. Oh, it I'm was, all off. On yeah, this. it was okay. Dion, and it was Lincoln Riley, right? And I just Lane Kiffin wasn't on there. No, he was not. Oh, okay. And you know, I thought it was interesting that they put this list out. Like, who's the portal king? You have a guy who has a portal <laughs> class ranked in the top four, right. and he's not on it. And I don't get it. And it was like, okay, like, and this again, no shade to Dion, but hear me out, right? 48 portal pickups for Dion Sanders Act. Yeah. 48. He's if he's a portal king by pure numbers, sure, whatever. But he kicked half of his team off like day one. He comes in and he was like, I'm not gonna need most of you guys. And yeah. so then you go, I mean, I think he got didn't didn't Dawson transfer there? <laughs> Uh, I think that's right. Yeah, yeah. Jabari Dawson transferred there. I mean, guys who couldn't you cut well, in here. Went I there. guess uh, I guess he's got Louie, right? Because he said the people coming mm-hmm. there, um, they've got Louie, which is cool, good for him. Yeah, but yeah, I mean, if if the whole argument is who has the most, then it's not an argument. It's right. like that, there's nothing to debate. It's like so and so has added the most transfers. I think there's an element of the Portal King discussion that isn't talked about enough, and okay. I think it's retaining guys that you want to keep as well, for sure. And, you know, everybody close to Colorado is going to say, well, everybody who left Colorado, Dion didn't want. And we all know that's crap, right? We, know we all we know, know that's that not that's true. not true. We all know that that's not true. You can't have that many guys leave. And some people are like, oh, I didn't like his culture. I didn't like his coaching style, whatever it may be. Um, yeah, I mean, that's just that's just not that's not necessarily well, true. Hugh Freeze has the highest average of four stars from the portal of mm. anybody. Say it again right now. Say it again. He has the highest average of four-star talent from the portal of everybody out there, man. How are you leaving him off this graphic? I don't know what the bias is over at on three. I really don't. Um, you know, I get it's the offseason if you're clickbaiting people, whatever. Maybe they knew Auburn fans would respond. I just thought it was completely (laughs) ludicrous that you could put something this like this together and completely ignore the job Hugh Freeze has done in the portal. He's done a fantastic job, Zach. And you know what? He had the, you know, it's not like he didn't have talent. Like he listen, some talented guys walked off this team, right? And he replaced. So it wasn't like he has been very, I think, um, intentional about Mike G. Mike G w- w- I'm trying to ask this without being disrespectful. Sure, but I'm going to do it anyway, and I just okay. hope you trust where I'm coming from. It's a good place. Okay. Sure. So th- the talented guys that left, as far as like the guys that have an impact when they left mm-hmm. off of this team, who who are they? Oh, like I mean, when I say. Well, I mean, when I say talented, I don't mean like, oh, they had some great impact, right? Okay. But we we know they had talent. Like, they weren't talentless guys. So, like, guys like Landon King who left. Yeah, I believe, sure. I believe Landon King to be a talented guy. But, you know, from what I was told, he was informed that he would not have much of a role here, right? And so, I like that honesty with the players. If you don't have a plan for him, let him go, mm-hmm. right? And, you know, and I think that there was a judicious process on – on Hugh Freeze's part about who to keep and who to let go. Sure. And for Dion, it was just like, well, we let go half the team. We got to get guys in. <laughs> you know, I like the job that Norvell has done in the portal. I think he's done an amazing job when you look at their class. So mm-hmm. I'm, it's not like I'm shading anybody who's ranked in and both. I just don't know how Hugh Freeze is not at the top of the conversation for Portal King when you look at the guys that he's brought in versus some of the talent that was easily picked up by other schools. Right. So, and that's what I mean. Like, it wasn't, these weren't yeah. like some of these guys will play where they're going. You know, I believe Landon King has a chance to play at Utah. 
you know, they're and, moving it back to tight end supposedly. Yeah, right. I just, I just think, man, you know, he he let talent go and he brought talent in, and Dion just let a, bu- a bunch of guys. He didn't have a choice. Fifty per over fifty percent of your roster you had to pick up in the portal. That's crazy. Yeah, I, I don't. I don't know why. I don't know why people are praising that. I don't know right. why either, right? And again, I knew when I did that rant that it was going to sound like I was throwing shade at Dion, and I, I kind of hey, am. You, but you like, can, like, th- right. I think that's okay. Yeah, but you know, ultimately, you know, to reward that as if it's some feat, but then leave Hugh Freeze out of the conversation. I, that's, I mean, again, that's willful ignorance, you know, in my opinion. Uh huh. <laughs> right. It's not based. In any reality, and 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 then when you go and look, I didn't get to see on three's portal rank, rankings, but almost every other site that ranks the portal has Hugh Freeze ranked in the top three or four. I almost thought on three week. had a, I th- I think on three has us at two. Yeah, like what? How do you? No, leave they got us at five. They five? got us at five. Yeah. Okay, so you know maybe there, in their view. Uh, he's not, but it just to me it was Brahms was way that what further again. I liked the job he's done at Louisville, but he was much further down the list. I think two four seven maybe had him at like fourteen or something like that. Mm. You know, but putting him on over uh, Hugh Freeze or saying you know praising the job that Dion's doing without a mention of Hugh to me is 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 a little disrespectful. I'm with you, dude. I'm with you. Do you get a do you guys over the Warpour get a comment every now and then on any of your videos when? People are like, uh, yeah, we, we should have gotten Dion over Hugh Freeze. I'm yeah. still getting some of those. And it's yeah. like, are you kidding, kidding me? me? Like, you yeah. look at what Hugh Freeze has done versus what Dion's done, and it's just night and day different. Did you see the me. interview that um, Dion did with Shannon Sharp where he was like, what am I going to talk to boosters for? Like, <laughs> Zach, it would have this would have been a whole disaster, <laughs> right? Um, I mean, he essentially said... Um, no, I'm not glad heading boosters. What do I just talk to them for? Spend their time with my kids and blah, 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 right? And I was like, oh, you can't coach at any SEC school then, right? Is what no. you're saying. You can maybe get a job at Vandy, right? So this was, this was, I think, in terms of fit and culture, Auburn got the right guy. I think so, and, too. I, I don't know how you can look at the last six months and say otherwise. Yeah, yeah, right. He has worked his tail off, Zach. Uh, on the recruiting trail, he's yeah. put an emphasis on trying to develop. All my all my old Miss friends have said, "Hey, listen, your challenge with Hugh Freeze is not going to be development. He knows how to develop players. It's going to be game day stuff. It's going to be game day decisions. It's going to be, you know, uh, you know, sometimes that inexplicable game you lose that you're like, how did we lose that? We should have won that game. And you know, you, I think that you saw that at Liberty last yeah. year. I mean, they would beat Arkansas. Then, like, I think they lost like a few games straight after that. Yeah, it's yeah. Like, I mean, yeah. I mean, arguable. Maybe he was checked out near the end because he knew he was getting the over job. But like, sure. uh, to, to me, I just feel like Dion. You know, the comments again when people are always oh, should have got Dion. It's just not. It would have generated a lot of excitement, but ultimately, it would have been a disaster, and he would have been in a win or else type of situation. And the money they would have shelled out to get him. Mm-hmm. Right as well You're in right. the SEC because listen, Colorado got away with paying him like what, like six million a year or something like that. He would right. he would have had to. I believe he would have had to have made more than that here. Maybe right, maybe yeah. yeah, and and it just wouldn't have been worth the money, the bang for the buck. Like you pay him that type of money, he needs to go out and contend for the, the West pretty quickly. And there's going to be, I think, a measured and reasonable amount of patience with Hugh Freeze understanding that he's got the end of the Gus era and what was Brian Harsin's era to fix. 
That's right. That's yeah. right. You know, yeah, so. and, and like you said at the end of your video, Hugh Freeze may not be the portal king, but he is a portal prince. Yeah, uh, dude, I think we all can agree with that. He's number two, right? Like, yeah, I'm on. cool with that. I'm cool with that. All right, there's been some drama about the top five uh, <laughs> SEC stadiums. Let's touch on that in just a moment right all here right. on Locked on All. Allstate wants to remind fans that mayhem is everywhere, especially during March. Your eyes are on the road, but the driver in front of you has both eyes on their bracket. Their sudden braking puts you in a 16-car pileup that's anything but sweet. And if you don't have the right auto insurance coverage, the cost to repair this is worse than a busted bracket. So switch to Allstate, save money, and get protected from mayhem like this. Based on coverage selected, subject to terms, conditions, and availability, savings vary. When I encourage you to join the Locked On Auburn Discord, it is free. All you have to do is click the link in the episode description down below. All right, Mike G. Uh, there's uh, there was some drama. Brandon Walker, who who's with Barstool, yeah. Um, he kind of went after Georgia, saying that Sanford Stadium is not a top five stadium. Right. And his argument, which is valid, I think it kind of got buried with some of the pushback. But his argument is. Georgia's never beaten somebody at home because of their like home field advantage, right? That that was kind of the point that he was making. Mm. Um, and he said that LSU is better than Georgia's stadium. Auburn's better. A and M's better. Tennessee's better. Um, and the Swamp uh, were the were his top five. And I, I agree with him. I agree yeah. with him. I I think Auburn. I think Tiger Stadium is in its own tier. Then I think after that, you've got Auburn and Gainesville. And I don't know if I want to put College Station up there. They're I like, don't, I don't. there's a bunch of them. Yeah, it's but, massive. Yeah, Auburn's like, won a lot there. <laughs> yeah, I, I think I put Neyland up there before. Yeah, yeah I was going to say, like, in my top, Tiger, if, listen, if you have been anywhere in the SEC, you know Death Valley, the real Death Valley, is the yeah. hardest place to go play in college football. And at night, forget about it, right? That is a difficult sure. environment to go win in. Um, I literally one year they tried to turn the bus over with Tuberville's family in it after the game, bro. Like, I don't know wild. what to say about those guys down there. They're they're built different. Totally. It is a wild environment. After that, I would have Neyland. Like, listen, Tennessee has a raucous environment. And, you know, especially have, now that they're good again. Yeah. guy, they, yeah. the, they have the most annoying fight song and they make sure you know how annoying it is by how loud and often they play it. Um <laughs> Uh, back in the day when we would play NCAA on, on PlayStation, oh my god, I got so sick. All my friends who played with Tennessee, I eventually was not for the worst anymore. fight song, fortunately, though, is not in the SEC, it is Clemson's. Clemson's, yeah, yeah, so, that delayed in thing, like, ugh. oh, and like nails on a chalk, and yeah, it's like, stop it, mm, stop mm, it, Get terrible. So, you yeah. got Neyland, I believe you have Jordan Air. After that, right, uh, and the swamp may be inter interchangeable. Uh, again, if you haven't been down to to Gainesville to see what the, it's you know it's ever it's not just the crowds the way they built the stadium it's built kind yeah. of below people are close to the field it's yeah, loud close. Right. right and then at the end of it like listen if you want to throw Georgia in on the back end of the top five like whatever. You know, you know, Brian Denny, maybe who knows? I I, I just think I don't Nick, think so. I don't Nick think Saban, Brian Denny is like a big yeah. home field advantage. They're yeah, just Nick, good. Good. They're just good. Nick Saban complains about their crowd all the time, leaving right. early. You know, um, you know, now they did build up the stadium to add more seats because you know, in the last 10 years, they've gone over hundred thousand seating capacity. Um, so I think they're beside Tennessee, they're the only other stadium in the SEC that is, you know, six figures in terms of capacity. 
Uh, and, you know, they got the light show going on there, right? Like, so, you know, all these schools have worked to try to create an environment. Yeah. But, man, when you talk about what's happening on the Plains, I think that Auburn versus Texas A&M says everything that it needs to say. I'm with you. Right. Battle with you. of the bottom. And they, they, and they created a championship environment out of one of the worst seasons in Auburn history in the last 50 years. Come on, man. Right. That is a top five environment in the SEC, hands down. Like I said, it's it's close between to for me between Florida and Auburn. But talk to any players, Zach. They'll tell you we hate going to play at Auburn. That's right. Consistently. We hear that after during when people ask, what's it like to play at Auburn? It's like, dude, that is a hard place to go play. Mm -hmm. Right. And you just don't hear that about Bryant Denny. Right. They Alabama is hard to play. Sure. But is the stadium hard to play in? Eh, I don't know, man. No, like, their fans like an Alabama home football game to me seems like a like a business meeting almost, <laughs> where it's like they're they're like, yes, <laughs> good job, first down, good job, uh, yeah, good right. job, okay. But, but when but when you come to Jordan Hare, it's like you just got a bunch of people just screaming their tails off, and they, they just yeah, it's great, it's now, great. The hedges or whatever they got at Sanford Stadium. Like I said, this is not a bad football environment, if you ask me. Right, the blackout thing that they do every once in a while is really sure. cool. Right. You know, I, I think that people got offended, thinking because we're national champions, you have to rate us the best at everything because we win national champions back to back. Baby. Yeah, you want a national no. championship because you're more talented than everyone. Yeah, else. yeah. It's not yeah, because you're one million five stars. Yeah, right. Right. Um, but you know, ultimately, it, it's it's a tough place to go play. But it's the SEC. There are other tough places to go play. And whether you win or not there is beside the point in terms of how tough it is to play there. Sure. Mike G, how can people um, love you, hear you, watch you, hey. support you, all that stuff? Listen, we have some content coming for you guys. Ooh. Heather Dennis joined the show on a building report. Talk about her shade of the wide receivers. Great conversation with Heather. Uh, and we've got some more stuff coming with Mr. Cole Kublik. You definitely don't want to miss this content, man. Uh, SEC Media Days is coming in a couple months. We're going to be providing lots of great content there. So make sure you subscribe on YouTube. Follow us on Twitter, all the social media platforms. The War Report. You can find all my written work at auburndaily.com, and we will see you tomorrow. This has been Locked on Auburn. The NCAA tournament is almost here, and listening to Locked on College Basketball will give you the edge you need to dominate your bracket. So don't wait. Find Locked on College Basketball on YouTube or wherever you get your podcasts. Part of the Locked on Podcast Network. Your team every day.